and we're back live again and we're actually going to change it up today we're actually splitting the podcast yeah because i know time has kind of felt still for like all of 2020 so you don't really know what day of the week it is anymore plot twist it's wednesday it's wednesday and usually it's a podcast that would come out of yesterday but you know we were kind of busy so there's that and we also haven't done hockey in a while so we're going to split it up hockey and a little underachievers on one podcast we're able to do this because brian's not here so because thanks brian yep (laughs) that's what you get for winning uno earlier so Oh gosh. Uh, also, I do want to say this off the top. Uh, we've this is something that's always been brought up by Brian House. The cold weather makes him sad. I'm starting to get that because it's getting colder out. I get that. I'm sad now. Literally, it's, it's I, fr- I it's freezing. Out I today. looked at the temp this morning, <laughs> and it said for today a high 37. At that point, I looked at my phone. It was already a high of 34. Yeah. It's a low of 25 today, guys. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's an issue. Good thing you worked from home today. Yeah, so actually really funny, real quick. Uh, I was getting off the phone uh, before I, I logged off like 15 minutes ago. My boss said like, oh, like, you know, I don't know if you have a preference like for working home from tomorrow or Friday. I'm like, well. Uh, and I, I, yeah, well, that's that's also why I might try to find out. I might text her back saying, "Hey, like, I know we're talking about Thursday or Friday. Could could I just try to do both? Mm-hmm. You know, because you never know." Cool. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'm going to text her at some point, just like say, "Hey, can 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 I just uh, stay home the yeah. next couple days? <laughs> I don't want to go in the office." I get it. I mean, I have to do it every time I go to work, but especially this week, the two, the two days or no, three days, it's Wednesday that I've gone. And this week it's, it's just been cold. Like you go in, it's like, Oh, it's freezing. It's cold when you go in and it's yeah. cold when you leave. It's like, great. Yeah. It's not fun. What really sucks then, though is no matter what, I'm always cold there because where I sit in the back of the office, I'm somewhat close to the door, but in that back oh, off, back part of yeah. the office, it's always cold, regardless of the mm-hmm. door there or not. I mean, it's closed, yeah, but still, it's it's just chilly back there. I don't like it. I'm like, right, this sucks. And I was texting Ab, our good friend Abby earlier, mm-hmm. and she texted me saying she woke up or she left, and there was snow in her car. I was like, it's not even winter yet. You already got snow in your car. What do you mean? <laughs> Where is the snow coming from? I don't know. Obviously, up by Wilkes uh, Bay area. Oh, is that uh, is that where she's at? Yeah, that's where she lives out in that ah, area. Well, that would be why. Yeah. Well, all right. So that I kind of get. I kind. I mean, it's kind of. yeah, kind of. I don't like it, but I kind of get it. Yeah, but it's like it's it's not even winter yet. You're already getting snow. <laughs> my my uh, my dad actually. You know what? I feel like we've talked about this plenty of times before. I'm going to bring it up again whenever uh, Brian gets back, you know, during for the next Underachievers podcast. So my dad was on a walk earlier. He just told me this. He goes, I saw something on someone's lawn that I despise. And if you saw it, you would hate it just as much. Someone already had Christmas lights out. Yep. I've got a couple of neighbors that have their Christmas lights out. It's November 18th. It's too early to have anything Christmas related. My cutoff's always been Thanksgiving. I don't know why all of a sudden it's been, oh, let's get it out like 
even this year there's been like time there was like right before like the week of halloween there was already com- uh, christmas commercials playing literally and that's how it is every year i, I and the way it is is the moment it's halloween or even mm-hmm. like leading up to halloween or the day after mm-hmm. it's all christmas it's like thanksgiving doesn't even exist anymore i will say though I forget who mentioned this to me, and it really makes me mad because they make a good point. This year has been so shitty that if celebrating Christmas early like this makes people happy, then just let them be. 90% of me is like, I don't care. It's too early for Christmas. Let it be. And just, you know, you know, Thanksgiving is literally next Thursday. After that, do what you want. But then the 10% part of me is like, you know what? This has been a really horrible year for everyone. So it makes you happy celebrating Christmas early. Do it. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Listen to music, put out lights, whatever. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get down to more of a 60-40 level. Right now I'm still at a 90-10 level. <laughs> and normally there would be hockey going on now, going back to our, our usual hockey podcast too. Usually be ho- the reason why we'd notice it more is because we'd always watch a Flyers game and they'd show all like the cars commercials that uh, have Christmas. Yeah, and that's playing. how I know the game's back. Oh, oh, car commercial. Three, two, there it is. There, there we go. Yeah. But unfortunately, because, you know, the, the year it's been and everything. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. We might have a start date too. Might. For the NHL And we back. got the new reverse retro jerseys. Some I love, others not too not bad. Too much. Yeah. And then there's a couple others that just really, yeah. that's what you got. Mm hmm. That's the best you got. So, but I, yeah, I'll save my joke for when you get to it. Oh God! So let us start with um, the underachievers half, and then we'll get to the other half later on. Yeah. Um. But before I get to on, uh, this is actually going back to our pocket stuff more. So underachievers. Uh, next week we aren't going to be on. It's just going to be a best ofs, just because it's again it's the week, week of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. It's a week of Thanksgiving. I don't know what people's plans are, or really just our plans or whatever. Anyways, it's just you know. Just take the week. It's a holiday week. It's been a shitty week. If Thanksgiving, just let Thanksgiving be a whole week. That's my time. Oh, I, I like year. that. I'm good with just that. Just let it be a week. If then that's what you're talking about with Christmas. If that's what makes you happy to get through the rest of this year, go for it. I so mean, be it. Go so crazy. It. I mean, people don't know what they did is anymore, anyways. Yeah, literally. My, my I, had a, I had like an <laughs> office, uh, like the episode where uh, Jim's trying to get Dwight because Dwight thinks it's Friday. And Jim, he thinks it's a Friday tomorrow's, or no, he thinks it's a it's, Thursday. No, he thinks it's a Friday, but it's actually Thursday. Remember, he comes, yeah, that, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. And Jim tries to convince him the whole day that it's actually Friday. And for the beginning of this week, like on Monday, um, like we have like a little like clipboard that has like the days, like it's the 17th, like I'm pretty sure it's the 16th. I mean, I wouldn't hate it if it was the 17th because then it would be, you know. It's, a, it's another day done and going day yeah. closer to Thanksgiving. And then it happened again yesterday. It was the 18th <laughs> instead of the 17th. No, it's the 17th. It's like, this is something. I swear, this is weird. You know, it's so funny. And then I, I literally had that scene of Dwight running in the next day. He's like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. here. <laughs> Never missed a day in my ass. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, so it's funny you mention that because I had something so similar this week happened to me like that where I sent an email or something like that to someone for, you know, like to help set up a, a zoom interview for, for work. And I typed in, it, it was like, Oh, like Tuesday or Wednesday, the 18th. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you know, I think it's like Tuesday, the 18th. I was like, 
one of these things does not sit well with me. I can't figure it out. So I was looking pa- at that. I went out drinking with my paintball forth. team last night. <laughs> <laughs> I never go out on, on a Thursday. I love it. Oh my god. Uh, but you know, so for example, my dad when he was also on, or you know, like when we were talking about the Christmas thing, he goes, "It's November twelfth. It's too early for Christmas." I was like, uh, "That happened last week, Dad. That that that's six days ago. This is November twelfth. Today's the eighteenth. He's like, "Oh, well, you get my point. Who cares? Yeah. Too early for Christmas. It is too early for Christmas." I like, "Oh my god, I literally, I just, I just can't get into it. Like again." If you're trying to tell me that you can listen to Christmas music and be in the Christmas spirit for two months straight, be my guest. Well, holy crap, I can't do that. There's people that three months like, straight. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. Literally, uh, our, our good buddy uh, Matt, who's been on a couple hockey podcasts with us before, and underachievers, and, and underachievers. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we had that I was had, our first. Sorry, that was our first ever uh, unofficial official critique was with Matt. That was yeah. When we talked about Star Wars and Marvel. And that was that was that was an all time classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and believe so, it or not, ever since then we've been getting a slight uptick. So I don't know what yeah. it was. <laughs> I, I think I, I think he's a great Matt. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, but the best part is this toy told the fires. <laughs> but no, so I was I was talking. Uh, I tagged Matt in something. And it was something like um, it, w- it was showing a scene for someone. Uh, I think it was like a uh, character Will Ferrell was, and uh, for like Halloween or something like that. It's like October thirty first, and then calendar shows November first, and it's Buddy the Elf all dressed up, you know, waiting for Santa and everything. And I tagged Matt, and he goes, "You know, I haven't listened to a single Christmas song yet." And I'm like, who are you and what are you doing with the real Matt? He goes, dude, I just can't get in the Christmas spirit yeah. right now. I'm like, oh my God, 2020 is taking control over Matt. The horror. That was actually, I think it was last year. There was a great, I just saw it was on my, like the Facebook, t- uh, like post or wall or whatever. Memories, and it was yeah. Matt, it was Matt tagging you. Uh, and it was the off, it was when it was an office meme, but it was with Christmas. It was when Jen, or Michael was dating Pam's mom. And he says, I'm going to date her even harder. But then it was, <laughs> I'm going to celebrate Christmas even harder now. You know what? That, that's, that might be what it was. <laughs> Hold on. I, I, I got I got to go back now. I'm so curious. Um, but no, I'm pretty sure that's the exact, or no. This is a Maybe, while. I I, the post I was talking about was from like last year. I remember it made me laugh. It just really? popped, it popped in. You guys talk send that stuff all the time. Because literally, I saw that exact meme like just the other day. Yeah, it's a very popular meme around this time. Well, no, I've <laughs> never seen it. Though. That's my point. Uh, it's my. It's one of my. It's one of my more favorite ones because it's one of those things. Like, yeah, it's one. Of, I can see Matt saying that to you. Just I'm going to celebrate Christmas harder now. <laughs> you know, because I had. I can't. Where is this? No, because I had um, y- no, because I had, it was it was a week ago, and Matt replied to the comment, and when I click on it, mm-hmm. if it if, it, if it brings it up that exact, does it really? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm pretty sure that that's the one, and of course there's so many thousands of people like uh, commenting on it. I can't find my comment. It doesn't take me to it. Whatever, but. 
but I, I even said like, "Are are you okay?" And he just reacted with the, with the um, like the, the sad emoji face, like how you can react to messages and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor Matthew. Yeah, poor Matthew. Oh goodness. Anyway, on a happier note, um, halfway done the week. Tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah. Next week for most people in the adulting world, um, it's a short week. It's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving week. So realistically, you would think you have somewhat of a shorter week, whether it's that Friday for Black Friday or Thanksgiving itself for those two days or whatever. Usually some people have those that holiday week off or a couple a day or so off. Yeah. So your weekend's a little longer. So <sighs> So it should be fun. This week, and I have my sister and her husband coming in. Uh, she's coming in, I think, Friday night. Uh, they're coming go. in, and we're going to do just us doing our own Thanksgiving. We're not doing anything. Well, we are to an extent. So next Thursday, which is obviously Thanksgiving, my grandma, we're doing, we're going over to my grand, we're doing nothing Thanksgiving. And then that night, we're doing a dessert, bring your own dessert. We're going to have a bonfire at my grandma's. And that's kind of just going to be it for Thanksgiving. That's all we're going to do. And for Christmas, we're just thinking we're just not going to do anything. Just nothing. Because unfortunately, it's just that with the pandemic going on, you know, it's just like, one, you don't want so many people in your house. And two, when you start bringing in your grandparents and all that and older relatives, you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to be that person that accidentally infects them if I'm someone that's yeah asymptomatic or anything because realistically speaking i'm out in the open more than anyone else realistically because where i work it's just one of those things and because of that i'm just more at risk than some other people are and i don't want to risk that if that's the case you know i think that's a lot of how a lot of how people are and i even have people in my own family where they're the exact opposite of it where they don't really necessarily believe in their virus or whatever and they're still gonna do thanksgiving if thanksgiving was thanksgiving so yeah i think everyone can kind of relate to it it's just a giant question mark of what people are gonna do yeah no so this year for thanksgiving we are having my brother and his girlfriend over i'm actually going down i think it's what like uh sometime on monday or so i'm trying to figure out a good time to do this i'm going to go down to dc work from home there and just have my laptop with me work from and your then home, your future home yeah yes and then just th- stay until thursday morning danny and i will drive you know from because i want i want to i don't want to like go all the way to dc turn right around head back you yeah, know so i get it um so i'm, I'm gonna spend oh man i just realized i need to get gas <laughs> whoops <laughs> I mean, so it also got an update. It sounds like I'm I'm working from home tomorrow because there's no one going to be in the office tomorrow, so that there works. Uh, so at least I get to sleep until eight again, so that's good. Um, I'm off tomorrow, so I get man, to sleep. Well, in. We can't all be all stars, Whitmer. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, so is I don't know why because what daylight savings or whatever it's called when you fell back like weeks yeah. ago. I'm still not used to it. I cannot sleep in anymore. On my days off, I'm waking up like the same exact time, sometimes even earlier than I do when I'm working. It's annoying. And then there's been days this week where I'm I'm, like this weekend I was off and I couldn't sleep in at all. But yesterday and today, I'm like, 
of course, this is the day where I feel like I should probably, I want to sleep in. And of course it's a day at work. Yeah, you can. Um, yeah, no, it's funny. Cause I, there are some days where just like lately, but you know, like last couple weekends or anything, just, um, you know, there's some days where it's like, Oh, you sleep in other days. It's just, Nope. You're up early. It's just like, why? The worst part is, is literally it's so dark out. At, I want to say it's like five o'clock. It starts getting dark yeah. out, and honestly, by, by the time three, the sun starts It literally feels like it should be like midnight, one in the yeah. morning. Cause it pitch blackout. It's like, mm-hmm. like right now, <laughs> it's only five thirty. It's already pretty much pitch blackout. Yeah, I, I can't see out my window. It, it's it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. I do actually because I just thought of it. Have your snap from this weekend? Did you like my joke I made? Because you said you were on your like third uh, thing of margarita. Oh yeah, with Danny, and I said that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wait, I bring up this nap you sent me. So yeah, so I, I went to visit Danny over the weekend, and um, it was what, on Saturday. Oh, yeah, wrong I thing. think it was Saturday. Saturday. No, it was Saturday, yeah. and I, you know, we, we had gone to this really nice Mexican place. You know, we got to see it, sit outside, which is nice. And the way that they this place does it there, everyone is required to wear masks leading up to when you get seated and then even when you're taking your order with uh, for the way you're seeing your order you have to wear a mask which i like yeah. everyone's spread out and everything which is nice then we get our orders and everything and for 25 dollars, you can get a half pitcher which not too bad and yeah uh it, it's pretty it basically turns out to be like what two oh, like basically almost two full glasses each from that half pitcher which is nice that's not bad. And then, I mean, that's pretty much what you would have gotten anyway if you would have just gotten some other cocktail or drink or anything. Exactly. So, uh, so we did that, and then while we're eating everything, Danny goes, "I have a terrible idea." I'm like, "Oh God, what?" She goes, "If we if if we get these, I will cover. Why don't we each get our own margarita now plus dessert?" And I'm just like, "Are you trying to make me blow up?" Like literally, I was so because I had filet mignon um, fajitas, and they were. They were so good. I love them. They're delicious. I was. I support. Dan- I support Danny's decision. By the way. Oh, I do too. And literally, <laughs> she she goes, "I'll cover. Uh, we'll we'll get one more margarita each, like actual full margarita. I'll cover that and dessert. I'm like deal. And so we we got like a uh, the the first the half pitcher was like a standard you know margarita whatever, and then uh, the set the third one technically we got because again the half picture was like two each the, the the next round of margaritas we got it was like this tropical margarita and it was so good though oh my god and literally like the moment we, like we got like the tiniest sip was like oh oh this is this is gonna be dangerous so we're just, we're just sitting there and we're just we're having time our lives we're, we're having a ball and then the, we got churros for dessert and it was Oh, it was amazing, and literally, okay. Yeah, you know, I, you know, she she ended up picking up the tab, uh, you know, last time. So I said, oh, I thought it'd be nice to to pick up the tab. And someone like, that's fine. I'll, I'll get it. It's fine. <sighs> Again, I'm glad she mentioned that she would help pay for for the drink, uh, for the last drinks and, and the churros, including tip a hundred fifty dollars later. <laughs> You pulled a Brian. Congratulations, Jeffrey. You did it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it, Brian, 
that's pretty much what Brian would spend on a night out. <laughs> yeah, right. And do we spend fifty dollars on drinks alone? <laughs> I still support. Oh yeah. So so the snap here comes. So I I took a snap and oh uh, and Wimmer replies back. That's it, slackers. Oh god. So then, um, the the funny thing is, so, so Danny and I we're, we're heading we're in the right head back, right? And you know, she she goes, oh, I have another idea. I'm like, oh god, what now? She goes, well, I was thinking, you know, after dinner drink somewhere i don't know where we get them but i was like jesus christ and then she goes but i have another idea let's just play mario let's just play birio card when we get back i'm like i love you you're, you're my favorite person you're fantastic so we start getting set it up and everything and then she goes i need to lay down i'm getting tired i'm like you know what i'm, I'm, oh, I'm just no. so cool i just need to lay oh. down and relax literally out cold for 45 minutes I wake up, I'm like, wow, I didn't realize how badly we needed that nap. She woke up and you know, we were we we're talking. She goes, I'm just gonna close my eyes for a few more minutes. I'm like, that's fine. And then I, I went to night. She she ended up napping for like another hour. Okay. I mean, because again, by the time we got back, it was only like six o'clock. Mm-hmm. And maybe even six thirty. So literally by the time like this all happened, um, I think she like woke up at like nine thirty, nine fifteen, nine thirty, and you know, she and I'm just like watching TV or something. <laughs> but I'm just like, that that would be us. Like, we get back from from drinking so much and just come back and and we end up you know just just taking like a solid forty five minute nap. She did. She took like an hour, almost t- two hour nap. Yeah, I can see it. I was like, oh my god. So, so that was a highlight Saturday night. There you go. It, it, it was just so funny. Though. It's funny though. I've had that same because I mentioned this before during the summer when my sister and her husband came and you're playing uh, beer pong and uh, flip cup. Yeah. And how literally I had worked that day and it came back at two, and pretty much after that we were drinking and we stopped at like at pretty much the same time you did like at six and then we sat down like, all right, we're not doing anything for the rest of the day. Like we had plans to like maybe yeah. drink some more, play board game, do whatever, and yeah. so we just kind of sat down and watched like. Hulu or something, and like, uh, we're falling asleep here. <laughs> it was like nine o'clock, everyone went to bed. So, I forgot this reminds me of this great story. This happened here in college. It was, um, it was, oh god, it was Spring Fest on my birthday at at a school and uh, at ESU, and uh, you know, it, it was big day drink and everything like that. And, and uh, huh. <laughs> Where went to college? You went to Cornell? It's pronounced Colonel. It's the highest rank, <laughs> it's in, the the highest rank in the military. <laughs> anyway, so no, so we, you know, drink. it's a big day drinking, or it happens every year. And so, you know, I, I went with some friends this year, and or this one year, and um, you know, my, this, this one, you know, my, my old one, of my old roommates who, uh, you know, who I used to be friends with, uh, you know, he he set me up a big time. He he's, he's just like he's like, yo, it's this guy's birthday, yo. So literally everywhere people were just handing me drinks left and right, left and right. And there was like these beer trucks where you would just get in line and get beer and everything, of course. And people felt I felt so bad because 
people like they're just they've been waiting for line. For, this one guy told me he goes, Yeah, I've been waiting in line for 45 minutes and I just got a beer. And I'm like, dude, that sucks. And then out of nowhere, my my roommate, he goes, Yo, it's this kid's birthday. Like, let's get fucked up. And then the guy, he's so hyped. He forgets that in fact he's been waiting in line for 45 minutes just for one beer. He goes, yo, man, you need it more than I do. He just pours his entire beer into my cup. I'm just like. You made a friend that night. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I love it. So bad, but I'm not going to deny this drink. And I just walk away. <laughs> but no, so after that, you know, and this is, it started at like 11 a.m. We were drinking all the way to, I think, like 3, 3.30, at least maybe 4. I, I can't remember like what time we got back. The moment I got back. I just, I closed my eyes and it felt like the world's longest blink. And it all of a sudden I woke up like not, no, it, it was like, it was like uh, 11, 1130 at night. I like fully fallen asleep for like almost seven hours. You know, I just casually just go get up, grab a shower. And then I, I ended up calling Matt. I'm like, yo, man, how's it going? He goes, yo. What are you doing? I'm like, oh, I just got back for a day drink. Uh, that was hours ago, like this afternoon. I literally just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, nice, okay. Nice. <laughs> and uh, you know, so you know, we're just shooting the shit, and uh, you know, just just talking about you know what I was doing that day, and just in general catching up. And it was just so funny though, because again, like, just you just get so tired after like a long day of that, or just like hours of drinking went on, and just literally. It felt like the world's longest blank. I was just like, "Oh, I'm awake." And I check my phone. I'm like, it, "It's like 11:30, 11:40 at night." Yeah, I swear it was daytime when I came back, <laughs> and I saw I had you know a bunch of text messages. Happy birthday went out, and I had two texts from 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 my one friend and like a couple missed calls. And I text him back. I'm like, "What's up?" He goes, "Dude, where have you been?" I'm just like, "What do you mean?" He goes. I've been trying contact here like three hours now. I'm like, oh yeah, I've literally fell asleep for like six, seven hours. It's like, well, that explains a lot. <laughs> it, it, it was great. It was, it was it is a your great birthday. Time. Yes. <laughs> but speaking of the office, because as my great transition there, what a great um, segue! What a oh man, look at that. Um. The funny thing is, I actually have three different things, and by the time I finish this podcast, the underachievers, you think I've done nothing but watch TV and like watch sports and everything in the last week. But I assure you, I've I was busy this week. I feel like Jeff can attest to this. I, I did I did do some things last week. Besides just watch TV, so I'm going to start with my kind of unofficial official critique. So last week, I started watching the original office the uk version oh okay um it's on hbo max i think it's also on hulu too for anyone that yeah. wants to watch it and i just it was one of those things like you know people have always kind of hyped and obviously like, there's an american version of it and i want to see what the original was i went into it like not expecting like the, obviously you can't go into expecting like the same exact show for the american that it was uk and vice versa for that so it's like okay let's just see how it was and i it's really funny. I'll admit it's there's a lot of like like cringy, not cringy like Scott's tots, but like cringy kind oh. of moments in it, I'll admit. 
but it's still overall pretty funny. Um, and I'll say, and the other thing too is for, and I think you would also kind of do the same thing if you were watching it too, uh, just because I've watched the, because you outside of myself have watched the American version of The Office probably as much as I have at least a thousand times. Um, and it's one of those things like, and when I was watching, I was like, oh, that, it's like one of those things when I was like, oh, they took that thing from it and that thing just kind yeah. of, they either, for characters, they either expanded their character out more in the US version or they just went a different kind of route with it. So um, I actually have something real quick about that kind of thing. So I, I've been listening to Office Ladies podcast for, for ages now. It's so funny. And uh, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey were mentioning, really, it was, I think, it was definitely the first episode. It was almost shot for shot. It's shot for shot, the same It's basically pilot. shot for the shot, the same exact thing. And the I first... think from there on out, everything else was their it's own different. content. Yeah. It's their own well, content. I mean, they, it's, it's not helps. like they didn't get ideas from it, but like they just oh yeah, you it can up. see it. You can see it. Like some some things here and there, you can see in the in the UK version that the US took the US version took not the same story, but like that kind of story arc. But same concept. Yeah, same concept, but just did it differently. For example, yeah. um, the episode where, uh, and the first season more so than anything else, a little bit in the second season about more so in the first season, um. The one episode where Michael gives Dwight the uh, gives has him choose the house plan for everyone, and yes. they go back and forth about um, taking the conference room or whatever. Yeah, calling at his office. That's a back and forth in the UK version as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, someone had mentioned that. Um, it's just one of those things that I find funny, and it's another thing is like you can see like the story arcs that they kind of took but not really like right ryan's the character ryan's based on there's only two seasons and it's actually really short i finished it you can easily finish the uk version in like a weekend like oh, the wow. first two seasons are like uh six episodes and the second season has they had two seasons then a there's christmas, only two seasons two seasons then a christmas special which is two parts which is like an hour long oh wow um so realistically i finished it uh Literally in a weekend. Quickly. Yeah, literally in a weekend. But I did it my spreading because I knew it was a shorter series. I try to spread it out more just to kind of make it last longer than try yeah. to get it done quickly. Especially since it's so short. You yeah, know? at first I was doing like one episode at a time, then it moved to like twice, two times or whatever. And I got to say that I do like Martin Freeman because he plays Jim, the original. He plays Tim, yep. the original Jim. And like John Krasinski and his portrayal of Jim, and I gotta say it's a very toss-up of which type of character I kind of like. I'll say really? the American version of The Office. I think there's more out loud funny moments of it, mm. but I think I kind of like the story arc. And obviously, better. For season, that's in two yeah. in the UK version. Obviously, the U the US version takes some of it being downsized, potential as downsized. Yeah. Uh, Stanford versus Scranton, and one of you guys are going to be it. They kind of take a little bit of it, but I kind of like how it is. The Jim mm -hmm. Pam relationship, Tim Pam, Tim Dawn relationship is different in that than it is in the US version. Obviously, they expanded it more. Jim Pam get married. They do that. They have kids and all that. But in mm -hmm. the original version, it's similar to the first like three seasons where Jim and Pam are separate, but more mm -hmm. so. Uh, I don't want to give anything too too far away, but it's also the series ended in 2003. So yes, I, I'm there's going to be spoilers. Yeah. I'm sorry if you've but, never seen it. Spoiler alert! But yes. 
Yeah, if you've never seen it, spoiler alert, but also at the same time, if you watch the American version, you can you kind of expect idea. it. Um, but Tim, Jim, just he gets rejected by Dawn twice, and they don't get together until the Christmas special, like the very end. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. They ne- she never gets married because it's the exact same thing. There's a Roy in it, but it's not Roy. It's a different guy. But right. It's another character, yeah. He's in the warehouse and, and that they she actually leaves. Like the last episode before the Christmas special, they leave to go to Florida because he his brother or whatever has a place out in Florida. So they, yeah. I think it's like three years or something like that or a certain amount so, of time. So it's kind of like how, how you know Roy in the American office has his brother Kenny, you know? Yeah, you never see him, but they go there, and then the Christmas set that like you see, they're still kind of struggling a bit. And she's and similar to how, and they took this kind of story arc in the American version where Roy doesn't want Pam to really be an artist, but Jim kind of wants to push her to do that. Yeah, that's kind of the thing that pushes Dawn towards Tim because Tim's like, don't give up on your dreams, even if he doesn't want you to, kind of thing. And he and kind of that season three aspect where. Jim is with Karen. Tim is with someone else. And you kind of see Don or Pam kind of, of a little jealous, but also kind of not at the same time. Right. It's just one of those things. I, I, it's just me as an office fan, just kind of looking at it like, oh, that's cool. They took this. They took this. Um, Kevin is, I think, based off of a character on the show. There's a bunch of others, uh, things like that. Characters you can see, obviously, Dwight, Gareth. Uh, mm. which makes me even appreciate more uh, of the one cold open where both bosses meet, which is like, like season seven where Michael's coming on an elevator and he meets like this Ricky Gervais's character. It's British yeah. guy. And they go back and forth for a while. And then he hugs him at the end because he says, that's what she said and all that. Yeah. And then he asks if they're hiring. That's David or Brent. That's the original boss meeting Michael Scott, the different boss. And those are two completely different characters because and the British yeah. version, they don't make him, they don't really humanize him as much as they do in the American version. They mm. don't make him as likable until the very, very end, like the last couple okay. of scenes of the Christmas special. That's where they kind he's a little more likable. Um, but it's, it's still, that's where the cringiness kind of comes in. Kind of like Michael Scott at the very beginning, he makes it, yeah. joke, no one's really laughing and he just kind of stands there in silent for a couple Yeah, of so, because they had, uh, do you remember in season nine when Pam is in Philly and he, she's trying to do that job interview for yeah. the office manager, which is really the receptionist, that, <laughs> but it's less demeaning, you know? Yeah. So, and so that, that guy, deja, that deja vu, is, yeah. Yeah, isn't that guy uh, the Michael Scott in, um, in in the uh, British version, or or, or who, who's Ricky Gervais's character? David Brent. He's the he's Michael. He's, he, he's Michael Scott. Okay, he's Michael Scott. Gotcha. You know, because um, the the way they did this in season nine of The Office, though, is basically, and Pam even refers it him to this is Michael Scott. Michael yeah. Scott. Yeah. Oh my God! This is Michael Scott. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, because I I know that guy though. I'm pretty sure he was on the British version. So I I think he was on the British version. I I don't know. No, he was on Breaking Bad. Okay. The boss in that one, he was in Breaking Bad. He was in How I Met Your Mother. I forget what his name is. And he he did try out. He did try out for Michael okay, Scott's you know, character. No, that's what that's it was. What I'm I think. Thinking of. 
Yeah, he, was, he originally great. was going to try, or I think during those like uh, first calls or whatever, that was one of those things. And can you explain mm. something to me, Jeff? Because I was oh, watching, no. I was watching uh, the Office the other day, and it was the episodes where Will Ferrell's in it. Why the fuck is Will Ferrell in the Office for like four episodes? And not only that, why is he unlikable? So, all right, if, like, I, I'm glad you. My I'm only glad, theory. My, this is my theory. This, this is my this theory for years now. This is my theory on it. I think it was more network versus the writers themselves saying, Probably. "Let's bring a Michael there because Michael Scott was going to leave or whatever," and they. I don't think they were going to say, "Let's bring Will Ferrell." And I think because at the time, I don't think I think they might have been dropping a bit in the ratings. My only thought was maybe someone at NBC said, "Hey." Would you guys mind if you bring in trying try to get viewers? Yeah, try to get Ferrells, get another big name, Will Ferrell, Steve Carell, Michael Scott, get them back and forth. You can get some great little back and forth there, yeah. and it just doesn't happen. It just it didn't work make out. Sense. It, it didn't work. And it's also, also I will say this too before we actually get to that. Um, the ending is also very similar. Not the complete endings are similar in that they come back. Uh, it stops and then they come back later to see how everyone's doing because people have left or whatever. Yeah. But Gareth and Dwight end up being the boss at the very end. Oh, I like that. Nice. And that's kind of similar to how it and Tim yeah, and Jim cool. turn down the gym, the actual uh, manager thing. The manager. That's the only reason why I don't get like why after another like story arc never got is why the gym all of a sudden just not care about being a manager after Sabre came. Because I got it at the time because when Sabre came in, it was like when there was the two bosses and then it was either Michael or Jim. Jim left to do sales because it was going to be more money. Made more money. But then the whole time still, it's like I've still just been a salesman this whole time after right before then in season six and everything, you see him wanting to be, you know, more. You want him to be, he, he wants to be a little higher in the company and whatever. And it just kind of, he turned. He never, never has it, and then he turns down the job by Joe Bennett when Dwight gets it for like an episode when he fires the gun off, <laughs> and then he just never comes back to him. Like I never, never got that. Like I never got that. And also, if you really talk about it specific, realistically, Andy shouldn't have gotten the manager job either, because even even before then, he was the worst salesman. Yeah. But anyways, but hey, I've, I went a little tear there. What was your thinking of the Will Ferrell thing? I want to t- touch on so that. So for Will Ferrell, I've always been curious as to why him. And there's one moment that re- I didn't mind him, but there was one moment that honestly I think ruined his office appearance forever for me. And I, and I'm just, I, I, again, I love Will Ferrell as an actor. I think he's absolutely hilarious. Oh, same. But it's just, that's, I just that he just character. doesn't fit in the office. But the one moment that ruined it for me is when they're singing the the goodbye, yeah, the goodbye song to to Michael, and it's a beautiful moment. It's very Mm. emotional. Michael's tearing up, and and you can tell how much it means to him. And it's such a beautiful song, very well written by you know by them, and it's such a amazing, incredible moment. And then Will Ferrell comes in, and he starts doing this ridiculous singing, high and low pitch voice. You try. I don't know if it's him, you know, trying to make like make like a more beautiful song, but it was already a perfect song, and that kind of just 
made it less perfect. It, 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 it's what kept it, it took from away being from the, yeah. It took away from that moment. It really did, and and also every time I watch it, that I'm moment, like, it's like you don't really. <clears throat> I know it's a comedy show and comedy series. Realistically, you don't really want to. There's not much of those like emotional kind of moments. You'll have them, but like that moment, Michael Scott's leaving. It's his last Dundee. It's all this. You don't need him to be that funny in that moment. That moment, you can just have no. It, it's an, it's not. It's not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be a nice, beautiful moment. Yeah, them kind of sing them off kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And and it just ruins it a bit. Yeah. And the funny part of that song is that they did the math of how long Michael Scott had been I know. <laughs> we really did the math. <laughs> and then they hated that they only put him in there in the final episode for like two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's like but little things anyway. here and there. That's one reason. I just because I think just because the, sh- no. the UK version is shorter, I think that's kind of why I like that one a little more. But just that's kind of the it's tight, it's close, but that's kind of my thing there. Um, and another thing that I was doing this weekend, um, I watched uh, Infinity War and uh, Endgame back to back. I assure Ooh, you, geez. I assure you, I did things this weekend. I didn't just watch stuff. <laughs> Don't worry. I just played Nintendo Switch and drank this weekend, basically. So, who cares? Um, now I'm going to transition over a bit to a random tangent because because uh, we've talked about this many times. Just Marvel going into the next like segment, tangent, or whatever you want to call it, next phase of the Marvel movies, and we talked about it a little bit. And I kind of like that you brought up Matt earlier in the podcast because we talked about it a little bit of the fatigue factor of Star Wars and a little bit of Marvel and Matt had mentioned in that where he felt the only kind of good thing about uh, COVID was that you're not getting so many Star Wars movies shoved in your face at one time. I kind of feel the same way about the Marvel movies. I kind of want them a little more spread out and I want them to take their time. I wouldn't mind it because you're losing so many of the key phases that made that first phase so great. Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson now after Black Widow, whenever that officially yeah. comes out. I know uh, Chris Pratt and uh, Hemsworth came back. They're going to do another uh, Guardians Thor, Thor. Yeah, Thor movie, which could be great. Could be, you know, whatever. I just like they have so much to live up to. They also have, yeah, uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, sure. You ha- I know you ha- definitely have those great characters. Another thing that that 2020 is so shitty is that what do they do with Black Panther now? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to think about it because it makes me I don't sad. Want, yeah, the, it makes me sad too. But it's like they put the, you they made the bar it. they made the bar so high for themselves. With how they ended Endgame and Infinity War, and you know, people have their rankings. You guys did your own oh. ranking sets. It almost makes oh. me think the next phase, people just aren't going to be that stoked on it, just because they already have such so a the high main, bar. The main actors yeah. aren't going to be their characters. Well, it's not just know. that; it's just their whatever that main thing is. Whatever happens, I don't. I, it's got to be either huge or pretty damn great because the way I, that, I think, yeah, because how because. The one moment in the whole thing that makes it so great, both of those movies, is that final battle scene when everyone comes back and everything. 
it's just that moment. And then obviously yeah. Robert Downey Jr. snaps his finger. Spoiler alert if no one's seen it. The movie has been out for a year. Sorry. Uh, and it's on Disney Plus now. Sorry. Uh, and he snaps his finger saying, I am Iron Man, which is now my favorite line. Because Thanos says, I am inevitable again. And then Downey Jr. says the thing that's pretty much start. And I think it's one of the things that comes back around circle. So oh, back cool. to Iron for Man sure. where he says, I am, I am sure. Iron Man. And then he says, I am Iron Man again. And then he dies and you have that kind of emotional moment at the end of the movie. Yeah. And you have everyone's kind of uh, those emotional ties or whatever and all that just kind of end there. And you kind of just kind of like that. That's why I like that. The two movies in the end games, especially that last sequence. So great. And that's why I feel like you got to do a lot of development here. And that's why I feel like you should probably spread out when these movies come out more rather than just a year after a year after a year kind of thing like they did in the first phase that's just my thought i just kind of wanted to see what your thought was because you're the marvel guy because um, did you finish your re- marvel rewatch uh, oh i before? finished that uh i, f- I finished that quite some time ago so i've actually been in the pro i'll get to this in a second but i've actually been in the process of rewatching the clone wars because i'm like you know what because yeah, i was I trying you to say you were going to do that to get to mandalorian yeah so I figure, well, now, because I keep forgetting, it's every week a new Mandalorian episode comes yeah. out. I'm like, well, I got time. I can play catch up. So I'm trying to cruise through Clone Wars before, you know, season two ends for Mandalorian. Uh, because there's a key character in the Clone Wars, and it's no secret if you're all caught up by now. You don't, like, it, the character's been mentioned. Uh, I don't know who you know, who's. I mean, it's almost been a whole week for this uh, the latest episode of Mandalorian, but the the new character days, so yeah, yes, the new character Ahsoka Tano. Uh, ever everyone, sorry, Ahsoka Tano. I don't even know how to pronounce her name. Ahsoka Tano um, is going to be in this season to Mandalorian at some point. She was just mentioned in the last episode, but she is a huge major character in the TV show The Clone Wars. So, and I like to remind myself of how she got to the character she is today Uh, and again she at first i hated her character but she wrote her the the character development was phenomenal for her she i thought dave filoni the creator of the clone wars did a phenomenal job with their character development going from like a whiny teenage kid to an actual respectable but not you know very mature but powerful or a full Jedi. It, it was, it's such a cool story arc. So, and I'd say this, I, I, I honestly, it. just to kind of turn it back to Marvel, I'd say the same yeah. thing with how Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. developed those characters. Because yeah. realistically, outside of the last however many years it's been since those movies came out, I don't think many people know really. Like they may have heard of Iron Man or Captain America, but never to that depth and depth to what those characters did, plus the story arc, but them yeah. as, them as well. Which make yeah, it hard because sure. obviously you can bring those characters back. Like there's three generations of Spider-Man, there's new Batman all the year, er, yeah. all the time. You could. It's just I, not going to be I, the same if you did that. I, it won't be the same. But I, I don't. Want, I mean, they're technically bringing back Captain America because yeah, you have right. the Falcon, who uh, Anthony Mackie's character, who's the new Cap. You know, so right. so that's the way of bringing back. You know him. Mm-hmm. And you know, in a sense, um, but, I don't want them yeah. to try to replace Iron Man. I don't. With a new I don't want Iron to Man. either. It, it's again, you either. can't. You can't do it. It's impossible. Um. So anyway, back to the whole Marvel thing, though. 
um, you know, the, the story, it's such a, it's from start to finish, um, start to finish, it's such a great story from beginning with Iron Man. And again, it depends on how you watch it. The way I watched it recently during my Marvel rewatch was Captain America, the first Avenger, chronological time order, all the way leading up to, to uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, actually. And with this, you got, you know, new characters coming in. Um, you have, wait, who, who's basically the character that's going to help lead the next phase in Phase 4? Honestly, Spider-Man's going to be a huge, huge part in that with Tom that's Holland. One the, those are what, that's one of the few, and I've mentioned this before on our podcast, where I'm like, I'm not the... I'm not the biggest fan, not the biggest fan, I guess that's the best word, but I'm not as thrilled as it was for the first phase for these next couple phases. There's a couple movies fair. where I, there's a couple movies where I am like Spider-Man. The next Spider-Man movie is going to be. Yeah, because they, like, they set up a huge, massive plot twist where yeah. Mysterio revealed who Spider-Man actually is. And we didn't think we didn't even expect that. Not only that, keep mm-hmm. in mind, though, Fury and Maria Hill. They were actually scrolls, and Nick Fury was on vacation somewhere in space, you know. So there's a lot of big questions that need to be answered. So now the world knows Peter Parker's Spider-Man, and that's a massive plot twist. And you saw even in that movie itself, him kind of be changed from being friendly neighborhood to taking on more responsibility, being yes, more of the leader, absolutely. taking just kind of taking what Tony Stark taught him and yeah. trying to kind of develop that into himself no for sure there, there's so many great moments in spider-man far from home and it, it's it's more and more becoming one of my more favorite marvel movies i love tom holland i think they casted such a spectacular mm-hmm. actor and they did it and, right they did it well too with how they did the movies yes oh my gosh both, both movies are great just I, I'm just really excited mm-hmm. for this next one. I, my my prediction for this next Spider-Man movie, they're going to have the Sinister Six in it. There's no doubt that I, I think they're, uh, um, yeah, you know, they're going to set that up. You because know, you have the Scorpion in jail with the Vulture. Um, there, there's the the one like what is it? Uh, Jared Leto's character, like who's like a werewolf kind of guy or vampire thing? Yeah, he's something like that. Yeah, more Morbius, Morbius, I think. I, I can't. I don't know. Uh, I'm not that thrilled with that. Yeah, I think it's a little strange. So do I. But uh, it, it's I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. It could be freaking awesome for all we know, which I hope mm-hmm. it is. Um. The other thing is, there's you know a lot of Disney Plus shows. Again, sorry, we're kind of going full circle on the conversation of like you know uh, Marvel movies and also you know, back to Star Wars for a second. How like all these you know they used to come out once a year, and now because COVID and everything, they're kind of slowing down, which is kind of nice. Just because again, like I don't. Each, I want a little break from. Yeah, not only that, but like too much of you know sometimes there is such a thing as too much of a good thing and you that's where i need a break that's where i feared the end of phase one kind of got people and then infinity war and endgame came in and that there you go it just sucked them right back in yeah you got and then bring it back to uh tom holland and robert downey jr's kind of father son kind of relationship and he kind of saw that in infinity war and endgame that kind of thing and everything and how much that kind of freaked him out and how much that freaked out Robert Downey Jr. and uh, 
Tony Stark just losing yeah. him that he was so close to and then potentially, you know, whatever happens doing that. I still have my gripes with the movie. I still don't like Hulk, the half Hulk, half Hulk, not Hulk, and Fat Thor I don't like. I get why they are. I just wasn't, a, those are the only big gripes I have with those movies. That's really it. Yeah, no, again, I, I the more I've watched Endgame, the more I understand Fat Thor. Yeah. Um, I get Fat Thor. It is, I think you could still tell the story, that emotional element, without making him fat. That's my only thing. I mean, but, uh, you know, uh, again, I've, I've come to accept Fat Thor right. more and more every time I watch Endgame because literally he had a chance to stop this horrible, horrible event from happening. And again, because he knew that Thanos uh, had to snap his finger like that. And again, it would wipe out half of the world. And because again, in Infinity War, Gamora told him that all he needs to do is snap his fingers. And he knew that. And he got caught up in so much revenge for Heimdall, for Loki, for half his people, uh, you know, for Asgard. He forgot in the moment he was just looking to kill Thanos. And when to be he fair, does, he got him right in the yeah. chest and he even pushed it and everything. And, and you know, and then Thanos says, I told you, I died for that. Should have yeah. gone for the head. Snap. So, and he's, you know, he's realizing this. And literally for the next five years, he has this guilt mm-hmm. pouring over his head and, and through, going through his old body. Um, and then that, it makes him re. re- live everything that's kind of happened to him pretty much and then and, and again, pretty much like, realizing he's by himself now watch his dad mom brother sister he, he all that he, he is his, he, he, yeah he doesn't have his family at all and his yeah. best friend got killed and whatnot and and uh in heimdall and um you know so it's so he really let himself go because it, there's just this emotional toll that really mm-hmm. takes on him that and you can see just like Again, like and, and Chris Hemsworth, you've got a hand to him. He's such you a do. phenomenal actor. Yeah. Um, you, and the the one scene that shows it all on, on the emotion behind it, how he can go from zero to hundred just like that, is when you know uh, him and Korg uh, are at New Asgard, and uh, Hulk says, "Hey, you know, hey, like, you know, uh, you know, we can change everything again." He's like, "Change what?" He goes, "You know, like Thanos," and he you know, he's all happy and everything. He's he's there, and then just yeah quiet and then his friend and he's like yeah. don't you ever mention that name again yeah. and, and you can mention that right there that you can year. yeah exactly you right the there you ba- can tell i do like that scene though where the guys on the playing the video games like the guy called me a dickhole again yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey Thor, Thor, he's back uh the guy called me a dickhead again hey new master <laughs> listen buddy i'll fly over there and uh, cut up your arms and shove them up your butt <laughs> I love it though, but no, and but in, in that Thor. scene though, the, the, yeah. <laughs> but I no, mean, no and, and that's back. one one of the reasons why I love Endgame so much is so many characters got redemption. Thor kind of got redemption in that little moment where he got to say goodbye to his mom, and he kind of explains everything in that. And his mom knows it's going to happen too. Yeah, and, and, and so with everything, and and the one important line she said was, um, you know what. You know, all that matters is that you know you're you're human. You're like everybody else, and mm-hmm. that's okay. And and that's why I'm know. actually kind of curious with him now being with the Guardians and how the Guardians are. They're all kind of messed up, kind of people from different 
like backgrounds and everything forming this family without a family. And that's why I think mm-hmm. Thor can kind of fit in there with Chris Hemsworth yeah, and, being and, that. And, and yeah. after he just lost his, even though they're not really back, but after he lost his family, it's kind of that thing where it's like, okay, maybe this could be my second kind of second family. Yeah. Family. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, keep in mind for the Asgardians, sorry, Asgardians, uh, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy, technically there is Gamora out there, but it's 2014 Gamora. It is not the Gamora yeah. that yeah. you know fans have come to love and know. You saw, you saw it in Guardians Endgame. Of the Galaxy at, 1 and she's, 2. She's there, but at the very end, she is not because she goes back she, to 2014. Yeah, so, so there is a great lead scene at the end of Endgame where you know, there's this really beautiful moment where, where everyone takes it and knee and kneels down and to pay homage to Tony who passes. And you see the camera scroll over to, to Gamora's character and she's, you know, she's looking inside and then you see her, she walks away and disappears. And that's why at the end of Endgame, you know, uh, when Star-Lord is searching, it says, you know, searching. Um so I, 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 part of me kind of wishes they kept that in. I understand why they took it out. There's a couple mm-hmm. cringy moments in there, and yeah, I mean, any kind of movie is going to have that kind of cringy moments. But uh, let's actually change it up a bit, Jeffrey. Yes, we're done with the underachievers. So the remaining of this the remainder of this podcast will be our hockey podcast. If you're not really that into hockey or the NHL or our opinions on hockey, now would probably be the time to turn it off because we're going to be talking about hockey although if you want to get our opinions on the jerseys keep listening because we got we got that for you uh but before you can get to that let's um do some little bit of a update on the league because it seems like there could be a chance that it actually starts on january 1st i do think this did happen because i think before it was going to maybe be in february and it wasn't really sick i think it's because the nba is potentially being around like Christmas time a little before then. And I think they kind of want to be around then as well, just so they want to be back. Um, I'm interested because it does seem like there will be a Canadian division, mm. how that division will play out. I feel like that's, and the, I think the thought was like 60 some games or whatever, or forget what the complete number is off the top of my head. Um, which I think it's another thing similar to in the playoffs last year where any team could be like, why not us again? Because in 60 games, we always, we've talked about it many times in the podcast before where uh, just uh, good teams will struggle at the beginning of the season. And if you really think about the good teams, which I thought about earlier today is Boston. If there's only 60 games there and they're already going to be without Marshawn and Pasternak. They're two of their juggernauts in that top line. And they lost Tory Krug and they didn't really gain anyone back. You could not saying it's not saying it's guaranteed, but in 60 game season where they're going to miss the beginning of it, most likely they could miss the playoffs. I don't think yeah. that's out of the realm of possibilities, but it, it, it's definitely any big not injuries like that. Dallas without uh, Tyler Sagan, St. Louis with uh, Tarasenko, even though they were able to do well without him last year, and St. Lu- and Ta- Dallas as well. I think Tampa Bay has Tampa Bay has a lot of issues, especially cap wise. What they're going to do? They the, got to the, sign and, and Tampa will get to them when the time comes. They're not near. I, honestly, I think they're going to not make but one but two moves 
still to. leading up to the season. They have to, to clear up cap space. And it's going to be players, they're going to have a very tough choice. Tyler Johnson, keep in mind, he went through waivers. And I, and it, no I think team, teams didn't want to claim him because that was going to screw over the Lightning. Yeah. And I think team, not that teams weren't like Tyler Sagan or not Tyler Sagan. Sorry, Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. But if that means screwing over the team that just won the Stanley Cup and is on paper the best team in hockey, yeah, why not do, do it? it? If it gives them a headache and they don't have Steve, I know Briz Boys uh, is there, but right, Briz Boys is that there? Yeah, Briz Boys. Yep. Yeah. And it's no longer Steve Yarzeman. That's a headache for him. That's one of last year was a headache for him just trying to sign point. This year's another headache for him to figure out what yeah. he's going to do. And, and again, gonna... we'll, we'll get to the, to the bullets when the time comes, but that's something to keep in mind. Um, and there's other teams like throw. that. Like, yeah. Is Brazil going to sign? When is he going to sign? I don't know. If, that's why I say if the season does start in January, a lot of these deadlines are going to have to be pushed. And a lot of these players are going to have to sign, especially some of the players who are still available, like Mike Hoffman, Sammy Votnin still out there. Just some, There's a lot some of, of good opportunities to, to grab someone good. But that also then means they might take less than what probably would have expected to or would have liked to just because of that. Um, yeah. I would like... It'd be great if hockey could start in January because then I'd have something to watch. It's true. Um. You know what? Before we it's actually get true. to this reverse retro, let's t- do our deep dive in Chicago before Chicago. we forget about it. So as you remember, people who listen to our podcast, we do, we've do we been doing these deep dives, as Jess mentioned earlier, about Tampa Bay doing it later. We are still in the seas. So, yeah. Got today, a long ways to go, folks. Yeah, we do. Uh, so today's will be on the Chicago Blackhawks, which um, I think only because this playoffs were expanded and I wouldn't be surprised again if not a to an extent if it was this past playoffs but I wouldn't be surprised if they expanded it a little bit this next playoffs uh, I hope not but I wouldn't be surprised uh, that's how they kind of got in they took down a team that doesn't really have a great defense in Edmonton but they did make the playoffs um, not that this team isn't a playoff caliber team but you did lose two you did lose two of your star goalies that you had going for you last year yeah, you had Malcolm yeah. Subban, and Malcolm Subban's a good goaltender, but you just lost the goalie you won two cups with and uh, during the season, Robin Leonard. So, yeah, who, who ironically, uh, not only did you trade into Vegas uh, and you retained two and a half mil in salary, but he's also the goalie who helped beat your team to advance to the conference finals. So, yeah, after the Oops. guy that actually. Had I think he had COVID or something like that and didn't go until that series played really well for you for his age. And you yeah. obviously oh. they, have, they have a little over five mil, but oh, they have, they have 5.21 to be yeah. exact. So, looking at before the offseason, they had to resign uh, three RFAs Malcolm Subban, Dylan Scrum, and Dominic Kubalik. Um, they re-signed Subban. He is two or three years. His contract expires 2022-2023. His was um, Yeah. Only ha- yeah. Kubelik, by the way, they signed uh, an, a pretty nice deal. Of two years. 
two years, 3.75 mil. He's still going to be an RFA after the end of it. Here's the big one. Dylan Strom remains unsigned still. I I think he's still going to be someone that's not going to get too term too. too I I think he'll Uh, get less than Kubalik. Uh, I think he. So looking at what Zach Smith's making, it'll be between what they signed Mateus Yamark, 2.25 mil. Zach Smith at 3.25 mil. They both have a year left. I think that um, Stromer will get between 2.25 and 3.25 mil. Oh, I can't, I completely forgot about Brett Seabrook and Andrew Shaw. Yeah. So I think that's why I think that's why some like cap is the way it is, is because that definitely is. Are. So, dude, um, Brent Seabrook, he is signed until he's a UFA till 2024-2025. That's ridiculous. He's signed longer than anyone on this team. That includes Kane and Taze. And Debrinkit. And Debrinkit, yeah. And and Duncan Keith even. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so here's the other thing. So uh oh god. You lot you traded away obviously the last couple years because you've been struggling kind of a rebuild, kind of not or kind of rebuild, but still having those key players that could make you a playoff team in a not great West. Oh, that's um, right. You did. You've had to kind of get rid of contracts here and there after your cup winning runs. I have two things to say real quick. Yeah. One, I forgot they traded Brandon side and retained. Yep. Uh, I think what a sixteen point seven percent is one mil. One mil. Traded him to uh, Colorado. They got Nikita Zadorov and on Lindholm back. Honestly, I think that's still that, weird to me. It is weird. I think it's honestly better for Colorado to get rid of Zadorov. I, for me, I don't know why I never liked the guy. I think, I mean, I think he, he he's a pretty solid player, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's worth that kind of headache on your blue line. If I'm unless I'm thinking of a completely different person, this guy gets way too many penalties, makes too many bad mistakes, and he costs the Avalanche some you know some points. So yeah, he does. So getting. Yeah. That's pretty great. Um, so in the 2019-20 season in 64 games, he only put up 13 points, four goals, nine assists with the defenseman. But in 64 games, he only he had 65 penalty minutes. And in the playoffs in 15 games, he put up five points, two goals, three goals, two assists, and 18 minutes of yeah. penalty. Uh, again, he, he cost this guy you, you gotta look at the penalty minutes. He cost the team games because of his stupid penalties. So I think it's going to be more so of a headache for Chicago. I agree, but and, it's, oh, it's, and uh, De- Dennis Gilbert, uh, HO guy, went the other way with uh, Saad to Colorado. So yeah, yeah. there's that. Um, some other trades in the off season. Um, uh, they traded Olimata to the Kings for mm-hmm. Brad Morrison. They also yeah, so that's all they've really done. Um, but the other big since we're talking about chicago obviously during the season thing. during the season they trade away eric gustafson which is now on philadelphia Woo-hoo. obviously it doesn't really affect now but i'm just saying it yeah i was I, just going back to my point of in the past couple of years you've just been trying to shed some type of salary to you know cap reasons and everything because you have two of your guys over 10 mil um and you again lost more pieces yeah. from your cup winning runs which Realistically speaking, I don't think you're a playoff. I, I think you're an up and coming potential co- playoff team, and and not great West. You probably will make it, but I don't see you 
long term going into it because you have a similar issue like Carolina we talked about last time where Malcolm Subin's good, but is he ready to or and Colin Delia are they as either one of them good enough at the moment to take the full reign of being starter? Because Subin's been a backup for most of his career and he's been good at it, but are they ready to take the realm? Because they didn't bring anyone in really for goaltending. Uh, you obviously got uh, great things out of Kirby Doc this past season, uh, mm-hmm. and other and other young players too. Uh, I think Dellstrom had a down year from the first he year. Had he had a bit of down year. Um, um, he's still he's still a very solid player. Uh, yeah, th- there's he's oh. a solid player, and the thing that worked for them is you don't have to worry about putting him on the top line. You can just throw him the yeah. middle six or even really bottom six if. So there case. is something I um, do Alex want to Debrinkit, bring up. It's another here. one who played really well as well. Brinkit, he is a freaking all-star. This kid is so good. Yeah. What were you going to say? And I also don't think your defense is that great either. No, um, it's definitely not. And that's so, why, those are my thinking of why I don't. I can see you making yeah. a because of some of the people you do have, the young upcoming talent you do have. You still have Taze and Kane who can still provide you a good amount. But I don't think you're long for a playoff run. You may squeak no. by if you're playing Edmonton again or something like that. Uh, but outside of that, I just don't I, I don't see you going on a long run. Right. So here's my thing. Chicago, unless they get a goalie, they're not making the playoffs. The only goalie you can think I'm of that's sorry. out I, there I like is... Malcolm Subban. I don't know much about Colin uh, Delia. He could be a good player. Um, but they're not making them playoffs. The only, and, thing, the only reason why I said they could is just because the West isn't great. That's my only thing. Yeah, not only that, but again, their goalies are um, way too young. So you, you need some sort of veteran leadership there. Um, yeah, but so here, here's the one thing I will people. say, though, real quick. Stan Bowman is a problem in Chicago. He's been a massive problem in Chicago. And the rebuild recently – it has come to a complete shock to the team's core players, including Jonathan Tays, including Duncan Keith, Brent Seabrook, and Patrick Kane, as apparently they were never informed by Stan Bowman, according to the Chicago Sun-Times, or anyone else in the front office of the decision, um, again, where they were moving on from Brandon Sod or Corey Crawford. So Tays expressed dismay and concern over the Hawks' personal personnel decisions um he told mark lazarus who covers the uh hawks uh with the athletic he said quote the expectation for the other leaders on this team and myself is to come ready to training camp every year to be a playoff team i've never been told that we were going through a rebuild that has never been communicated to me for that matter a lot of this comes as a shock because it's a completely different direction than we expected so this again uh you know the lack of communication seems rat you know to rattle taze as it should bowman gave a more explicit statement to the media one day saying not even just saying declaring now that we've made the decision the way that we're going to move forward with youth there's going to be a lot more things that we're going to talk about over the coming days as far as planning next year's team so again i again from what i've been hearing the last you know couple you know month or two or so for and just reading online the Hawks core is pissed at Stan Bowman. They, they they are furious with the fact that 
he's blown up the team a little bit here and there and making these, again, dumb decisions. I don't like the way Stan Bowman has been handling well, this feel team like, for some time now. If we're being honest here, uh, I, I feel like fans probably haven't been big fans of him since he traded away our Tammy Panarin. That's a good point. Um, so for a little bit going into Stan Bowman's trade history, he's 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 been very busy the last several years. So mm-hmm. literally, uh, you have to he's go literally pretty been far in, back. So he traded away Brandon Saad, then got Brandon Saad, then traded him again, and then, you know. Yeah. So, so when, when, when the, um, let's see. Here. So the, the Blackhawks, they reacquired, or sorry, they acquired Mark Dano, Jeremy Morin, Corey Trapp, fourth, and Artem Anisimov in 2015 for Brandon Side, Alex Broadhurst, Michael Pallotta to, uh, Columbus. And then not too long after that, again, I was in 2015. And then with, the same team in uh, the Blue Jackets in 2017, Blackhawks got Brandon Saad back and Anton Forsberg. They traded Artemi Panarin, Tyler Mott in a six-round pick. Tyler Mott, he's a good player. He's a young guy. He's in Vancouver now. He's doing quite well, and I think he's he's finally hitting you know the right mark. But again, it's oh yikes. So there's been some question that you know that definitely is a questionable move there. Um, they, I'll defend him on this point. Yeah, just going back to I think it was this the Chicago Sun Time article you were just reading off. Mm-hmm. Um, I completely understand why K is tanked, and that would have been pissed. I mean, it would have been great if you would have just said it to begin like, "Hey, we're probably going to rebook us realistically." You probably should have been rebuilding because those guys are older. They're in their prime, most of them. Taze and Kane. Kane's only 31, 32 for Taze, but they're in, he's 37 and C, uh, Seabrook's 35. And how old's Saad? Uh, 28. So a lot of that core, even Corey Crawford, I believe, is pretty old too. Um, and yeah, I'd want to. I, I get why they would want to keep him, especially after this last playoffs. He's maybe surprised some people being doing as well as he did with Corey Crawford and all that. And maybe you can bring back that spark that made you win cups beforehand. Mm-hmm. And no one's going to ever dispute against Stan Bowman because he did bring three cups to the Chicago Blackhawks mm-hmm. in his time um, being GM. Uh, it's just one of those things like, Yes, you want to compete, but you also they just had to do it more so the Flyers' way of rebuilding, of maybe trying to be around the playoffs, but still rebuilding at the same time because realistically, you're getting older. You're not getting younger, so you have to bring in these guys. Yeah, it's great you found Kirby Doc and Alex Dabrinkit. Realistically, you could argue maybe some of those were a little lucky, especially of late, of where you you know ended up in the draft and all. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Yes, I am. You got lucky with Kirby Doc. Yes, I am. No, they did. And again, um, I'll put it this way. It's more so... I think it's shitty you didn't say anything to the guys because that's your Yeah, team. no, 100%. I'll put it this way. It's more so um, Chicago scouting that yeah. does everything for this team. Their scouting is probably 
top three in the league. They found Panarin. They, I mean, it wasn't. It shouldn't have been that hard to find Debrinket, but they found Debrinket. They were the ones that told him, "Hey, we need to draft this guy." They were right all along. So a lot of these Kubalik, mm-hmm. he wasn't drafted by Chicago. He was drafted by LA into the seventh round. But the fact that again, I'm sure the GMs now or assistant GM, whoever it is, they're not the only ones looking. There's you know scouts. They're going to games all the time and saying, "Look, we're not just here to watch prospects." We're here to watch actual, you know, players too. Look, they saw something in Cuba League that they liked and thought, look, we need to get this guy whatever it takes. They got him. And about 30 goals as a rookie. Yeah. Their scouting is what's keeping the Chicago Blackhawks mm-hmm. up here. Around here, yeah. Around that Around playoff. here, yeah. Yeah, around that playoff. Stan Bowman, there he's making them drop here and there. And, and yeah, just, it's kind of like... Some, uh, something's got to give. I... I, I you, you gotta, you gotta make a change. It, yeah, I, and, I know and, Chicago. Obviously, it helps when at the time when he came in, you were literally the best Chicago was gonna be. But at that same time, you want to look at the team it is now and the team a couple years from now and what you look like. Because you're still gonna have Seabrook if you buy him out or whatever, and Keith, and they're in their mid to late thirties. They're not going to mm. be getting any better. They're not no. going to be able to, they'll still want to and take on those 30 minute ice times, crunch moments like that. But as you get older, your body's going to crumble more and they're not going to be able to do it as much. Yeah. So that's great that you're able to get this great, you know, scouting. It's just trying to, bring these guys in and realistically your scouting should start looking at goaltending too because you just lost two goal, two good goaltenders it's just my yeah thought. I don't like Chicago oh I know I don't like Chicago but I I could see them being in the playoffs I don't know maybe a wild card the second wild card if the playoffs are expanded more a little bit for this next season, maybe. Um, they're definitely not the team that was dominating for those years in the uh, when they won the cup, won mm-hmm. the cups. Um, and they don't have that. Another thing that would always help with getting rid of big contracts was some older veteran that you could just throw to Arizona because they needed the cap. You don't really have that anymore. So because of that, this is where the headache comes in for Stan Bowman. And why see Stan Bowman making some, you can argue, questionable moves that people aren't going to like as much. Where the guys on your team would still, would really realistically like to still go for it while they're still in their prime. But Yeah. And for the young it, guys, too, just to get that experience. Again, they, they got some young talent. And who better to learn from than the guys who won three cups together. Well, two with, um, what's his face? Crawford. Uh, Corey Crawford, yeah. Anyways, that's all I've got really on Chicago. Yeah, I, I don't have much. Uh, the only thing left I have for Chicago, uh, again, they finished dead last in the Central, and yet they still made the playoff, yeah, which team. is... Again, it was because they went to the 25. I know. I, I, just, I, just, I just hated it. Yeah. Uh, they had a 32 30 and eight record, 72 points for in 70 games, 0.514 uh, win percentage. 
sorry, point percentage that is, uh, they're in the central. They have to go up against the top teams that are going to be St. Louis, Colorado, and Dallas. Those three are going to be the top teams. Probably going to win your division. You just gave him Brandon Sod. I know Brandon Sod's not really the same as he used but, to, be, but it's still Brandon. Knock on line. I feel you like just, he's going to turn things around in Colorado with that team, with that depth. Woof. He, yeah, he'll he, be a depth he player. He's not going to be top six. He's going to be bottom There's, six. Yeah, again, that's a lot. That's a good depth player to have. Oh, in it your is. It definitely six. is. It's going to bite them in the ass. And Chicago fans. Not are only that, it. and you got rid of a guy like Zadorov, who's a massive problem on the blue line when you can easily replace him with someone. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's his I mean, name? Oh, gosh. You know, Kale uh, McCarr is already there. Um, Wow, I'm actually forgetting his name. Uh, oh, God. I got to look up real quick. This is going to bug me. Um, shoot. Damn it. I can't think of his freaking name. He, he was like the fourth. Bowen Byram. That's it. My God. Uh-huh. Bowen Byram, he can easily replace Nikita Zadorov. It's not going to be an issue. Literally, no. Byram should be on the Habs team next year. He's going to kick it. He, he's he's going to be a, 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 an all-star next year. Guarantee it. Probably in the running for Rookie of the Year. Calling mm-hmm. it right now. The only thing you had going for you, because if I had to guess, I know it's more of an NFL thing for, for players to take a pay cut to stay where they're going. But I maybe he won enough, but I had a feeling that if Corey Crawford probably would have taken somewhat of a pay cut to stay in Chicago. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The the again that that's been his team. The only thing you could, he, w- he would have taken a pay cut, but the no, only good they, thing you could say for that is that he ended up in New Jersey. You only yes. have to plan twice or however many times. Yeah, yeah. really. Um, all season. right, let's switch gears. The last thing we got: reverse retro jerseys. Yes, and the great thing is, yesterday, uh, NHL. The NHL's Twitter page uh, did a picture of all of them, so I don't have to search far for all of them. So yeah, I was going to say, because yeah, I'm glad you're not doing what I was doing. I had an article from NHL.com, um, the- and uh, your, your way is certainly much easier. Yeah, it's a lot easier, because they're all right here. Well, it's just changing one thing from another, because it's just showing yep. each division's uh, thing. I'll start out with the ones I like the most. Um, Hold on, I got I to gotta bring it up. <laughs> Do you want me to share it with you or send a link to it so you can get there faster? How long ago they they tweeted out? It was yesterday at four in the, in the afternoon. I'm just going to send it to you. It's going to be faster. all right. That's fine. Watch as soon as I get it from you, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, find it. I have to scroll a little ways to get to it. So no, okay, no I can't find it. Just just send it. <laughs> it's a, it's sending. So there you go. Um, oh, look at that. I'm gonna go division by division by that first of which ones I like most. The one I really like, I I didn't think I was gonna like, but or wasn't sure what I was gonna get, but I really like the Flames. That's really- oh my god, I love Calgary's. They are phenomenal, mm-hmm. easily the best in their division. Holy smokes! I also kind of really like uh the golden knights I it, like it's ha- pretty sharp i'm not gonna lie it's, i know it's vegas um, it, it's and they kind of want to be flashy i like it i even text that's flashy it. uh it's flashy but it's like 
I like it more than the third jerseys that they availed a couple months ago. Yeah, I agree. That are kind of like the Penguins third jerseys a bit, but not. Well, hold on, hold on. So, so are we doing division by division or the ones where you like the most? One ones I like the most, but by division. I like oh, okay. the Vegas's and Calgary. They're in the same division. They're in the Pacific division. Um, right. I'm just making sure. All right, so I'm starting out in the see. West. So now I'm in the Central. I really like that the Quebec Nordiques are back. Of course, they're like gorgeous that. looking. Under underrated jersey uh, from from that one, uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, I do kind of like it. It's um, pretty sharp. I wish there was a little more of a light blue in it. That's the only thing I would. Yeah, no, you're that, not wrong. I, I, I do like that idea. Um, um, the Dallas Stars they kind of, went back to the Mike Mondano era. I wish they just wanted. I kind of wish they. I wish they just, just made straight Mike Madonna jersey. Yeah, same. The the thing I don't like about it is the Dallas Stars itself, the white in the background. It looks, I don't. It looks. It, like, it, it, yeah, that's one part. I'm like, eh, not now. Um, um, I'll come back really, to before before we uh, continue on to the East and everything. I want to go back to Calgary for a second. These are like the same looking jerseys that they had, or it, it, it's it's either the same jerseys or it's at least I know the same patch on the shoulder that they had during the 04 Jerome McGinley days. Yeah. I think most and of these, those things are gorgeous. Most of these teams went back to when they were doing really well. And that yeah. <laughs> little era for when these yeah. teams did the reverse. Pretty much. Um, I wish some teams um, did reverse. I wish some teams <clears throat> just did retro and it didn't have to be reverse. Yeah. Um, so now let's go to the East. I yeah. do. Starting in Atlantic. I have a couple favorites on, on this already. I like Buffalo. I do like Buffalo. Buffalo's. They actually did great, and for once, it actually makes Buffalo and Tampa Bay clearly my favorites. I love them so much because again, Tampa Bay back to that 04, early two thousands look, early late nineties yeah. when the came I in. do kind I of love also, that look. I kind of <clears throat> like Florida's. Florida's, it's um, it, you know what it is. It, it's it's real similar to what they used to have. Uh, years Our first ago, year, I can't the, the rats. Year. <clears throat> there you go. You're the, the rats. rats. Ninety six. Let's go, Florida. Go. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I do like these jerseys. I'll, I'll say this, Boston. I do jerseys, like. I do that's like the how... most pathetic looking bear I've ever seen. It looks like a yeah. four year old drew that. Yeah, that was gonna be. Gotta my be joke. kidding me. I. How great is it though that Boston went to some kids and said, "Hey, can you?" to sign a jersey for us and whatever you make we'll do it i said sure basically and that's what they came up with and that looks really cool if a kid made it but if it was actually some like marketing team and then an adidas said yeah Yeah. that's not a great unless that was actually what the bear looked like back then then the bear back then didn't look great then either i i I mean it's possible i don't know um montreal isn't bad i kind of wish I know I've always said I don't really like the blacks, but I kind of wish the Ottawa's was black and not red. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, no, reverse. I'm saying reverse it. Make the black red and the red black. Oh, okay, okay. I I got you. Well, because the the issue with that though, I'm pretty sure their new home jerseys are mainly black, right? Yeah, they pretty much. Yeah, so that's yeah. probably why. Um, and then the Metro, and then we can go into ones we don't really like. Again, Metro. Gotta love the Whalers. Uh, the Rangers, yes. real I like, sharp. I, I honestly, I like Columbus's. I do like Columbus's. I, I, I love that. Classic I like their, Columbus yeah, I like logo. their, it's, it's, 
It's gorgeous. Yeah. Okay, like I'll put it this way. I, I'll put I'll put this way. I like everybody in the Metros except for the Devils and the Islanders. And Flyers are a little iffy, but other than that, I love I like everyone else's look. Yeah, I agree. I'm Again, not, the big, I'm not the biggest fan of the Pittsburghs just because I feel like they just kind of took what New Jersey, I mean the Rangers would do. Well, no. Sweater. So that Pittsburgh look that was a '90s look back during the Yager Lemieux era. So that that's what that look is. Oh, I, I'm I'm sure it is. They're reverse retro. So all these would be when, yeah. Well, no, I know. I'm I'm just saying. Though, um, like 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 that's yeah. Yeah. But I get your point though. Mm-hmm. But the Rangers one, I love. I love how they brought back the Statue yeah. of Liberty head. I love. I did like how some of these teams went back to what a retro like logo that yeah. they had. The Washington uh, the went Caps back to the Eagles. Yeah, they went back to the Eagle. Um, I kind of wish again you would have just gone back to your old retro, make it white. Yeah, and and you did, obviously with these, you didn't have to make them a color or not a color because um, some of these are, some of these aren't. The that Nordiques, the Avalanches is white. The uh, Whalers is gray. Not really white, but yeah, uh, and that's just one of those things. I wish it would have been white instead of red. That's my only issue yeah, I had with it. That's fair. All right. Um, now the ones Last I think jerseys the ones of, that you hate. <clears throat> um, I like the idea that Arizona was going with going white out there, but I yeah, don't like it's. It. I, I like the do again the coyote head. I, would, I love what, that. That again yeah. the coyote head they used to have that. I do like that. The purple's a nice touch, but the, the cactus and stuff at the bottom, it's a little much. It's a little much, and my thing would be, because in the playoffs we saw, those home jerseys they'd wear was the old, those jerseys. I wish yeah. you would have just done the away version of that. Or fair. Uh, a maroon version of it. Yeah. Or whatever the orangey kind of brown color that's yeah. in the mascot. Maybe that'd be the prime. You know, right. just change it. Again, the Ducks, I get it. That used to be an old logo they had. I wish it was just the Mighty Ducks that's in the Ducks chest so we can get the actual Mighty Ducks back, but no. Um, again, I'm not the biggest fan of the Canucks. I get the what they're going it's with. Different. It's, it's different. I, I, it's, I don't like it. I don't hate it. Kind of like the Flyers. I don't like it. I don't hate it. It's in the, the middle. Kings, to me, I know they used to be purple or yellow. And I'll all put that, this way. It the, just the reminds Kings... me of the Lakers. It's just it's a Lakers jersey and hockey. It's a hockey Lakers I like jersey. That. No, I'll put it this way. The more I'm looking at it now, I like I prefer these ones compared to the the yellow crap jerseys that they oh, have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. These are much better. I I'm still not oh, a I fan agree with of the look, but um, it looks much cleaner. I do. Uh, wish the, the sharks. sharks it, it's a. It's, it's not bad. He, I wish you just went with the you know that green or. Whatever that color is, blue, green, whatever that. It's like a uh, aqua green or no aqua, aqua green. blue. I think. I n- go with that because you had probably one of the cooler retro jerseys. Just bring those back, just the blue yeah. or whatever. Um, the Oilers and eh, doesn't do anything it's for me. Just the same. It's yeah. Those those are Chicago, like, Those are the jerseys a- like Detroit's that are just they'll change a little bit, but it look exactly the same. Chicago, um, they literally had a winter classic jersey just like that, except at the top it was white and not red. So. Mm-hmm. Boring. Yeah. Uh, Nashville, it's literally like I'm what their jerseys assuming, are now. I'm assuming the Wild are trying to go to the North Stars color. That's exactly what I'm thinking. So I like the idea. I like the mix of colors. I think it's pretty and obviously cool. Obviously, you can't make it the North Stars because the North Stars are the Dallas Stars. So you can't really. I mean, you this. can. 
but then you have two stars in the same division. Um, and that was my fear with some of these, like the Nordiques or the Hurricanes, is that there was just going to be those colors, but their current unif- their current logo yeah. now, which I think would have just made those worse. Um, Who cares? Answer me this, Jeffrey. I know they had red before. Your name is the Blues. You were the St. Louis Blues. Why is the Not red the in their St. jerseys? Louis right. I know, I know. <laughs> you are... Oh, God. Yeah, it's... Uh... I just, I don't it's, know. It's Again, just weird. It's like it, seeing, it is Mon- weird. It's like it, seeing it's Montreal in blue. Red. It's like seeing Montreal in blue. And Nashville looks exactly the same. There's, you know, the logo's yeah. a little different. Um, just, uh, back Toronto's e- jersey. Eh. It doesn't do anything to me. Yeah. That... Um, I like mm, Boston's lo- is meh. I kind of like Montreal's, but again, it's one of those things. Montreal's, I like. No, I I, I, just, I like how they. I know they people did the... are gonna freak out because it's blue, and they're Who used cares? to seeing Montreal in red. And there's Who especially cares? the original six teams. Those fan bases or those people are like, don't mess up those jerseys because they're classics yeah. or whatever. Or just yeah. go back to that. It's like, um, oh yeah. I- I, I do like Montreal's. They're, they're pretty sharp. Uh, yeah, and Montreal's always been one that's changed. They've done white yeah. before. I think they've some winter classics jerseys. Yeah. They've done white. Um, they've done the red, and now it's blue. I kind of like that. It's different. Yeah. No, I like the blue. It looks good. Uh, in New Jersey, they tried this look before. I've never been a fan of the yeah, green. Yeah, I've never got the green. It's a bad look. It is. Last but not least is my least favorite one. Literally, oh, this is the best way of putting it. You, you know when you have an assignment, you know when it's due, and you do an absolute last minute and say, I tried, here's what I got. That's what you get in the New York Islanders jersey. They literally changed the shade of the blue, and it's the same exact jersey. No, you know what it is? You know in middle school, that like tech ed class where you'd make like graphic design like t-shirts? Yeah. You'd, make, you'd, get, to, you'd get to like make the design. you just kind of print it. It's kind of cheap. That's kind of like that. That's pretty much what they did. <laughs> They yeah. pretty much just took like, oh, that would be cool. Let's paste that in there. Oh, that'd be cool. That, that means it's it's Lou. He's not going to make much difference to the logo or the jersey. So, besides yeah. making it a little darker or whatever, that's kind of it. Um, go back to the. Although I don't like when you wear Brooklyn, I kind of like those NY those black ones they had. Yeah. Eh. I like the great. idea, just not the color. It yeah, doesn't I agree. go well. I agree. I don't really like the color either, but I like the I like that jersey, like it how it looks. Yeah. Um that's all I've really got. That's kind of my thinking on those jerseys. That's we've been going on for a little bit now. Yeah. We split the podcast, so a little half and half. All right. And we'll see you whenever. We'll see you when we see you. Yep. Catch you on the flippity flip.